0: Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cossman, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wind Down. I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> Said no one ever.
0: That's such a trigger because that song bombed. Said no one ever. Eh,
2: well, it's still a fun song. Yeah. There you
0: go. Um, we have an interesting podcast today, by the way. That was an interesting start.
2: We can cut it. No, I was <laughs> just trying to get you. Give you something.
0: Um, we have an interesting podcast today. We have Rachel Yucatel on today. Um, she is one of Tiger's mistresses. Tiger Woods. Yes feel like he kind of is like a one-namer it's like oprah
2: <laughs> you never know our <gasps> listeners are primarily <laughs> the other tiger our our listeners are primarily female
0: who's the other tiger was that a joke? joking oh, okay yeah see exactly <laughs> there's the only one tiger
2: tiger king
0: who's that oh i mean i would say who's the what's the guy's name tiger king exactly. joe exotic
2: joe exotic there you go
0: um But anyways, so this is going to be interesting. I, yeah.
2: All right, here's a scoop. This is going to suck for Jan and I. It's going to be triggering. It's going to be uncomfortable. But y'all love that. (laughs) (laughs) So You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. No, so we're going to talk to her. We're going to ask her some questions that, might even make you as a listener squirm. It's going to sure as hell make us squirm. <laughs> um but you know here's the thing is at the end of the day, at the end of the day Jen and I know we're in a better place now than than we have been for years in the past and we're going to still be professional about it and address mm. address things and you know make the most of it just for, you know, a learning situation for all of us.
0: Yeah, I mean I yeah I mean it's it stinks because of course things come up and things it's and I think one of the things that I have a hard time with is like oh why are we you know dragging Mike through the mud again or bringing it back up but it's like this is this is our story unfortunately this one's going to bring up our story a little bit more um but it just it it sucks for both of us sucks for you it sucks for me um but I feel like it's interesting because I remember I had a conversation, since we're going there, let's just go there completely. I had a conversation with one of your affair girls, and I remember asking her, did you not even think about me? Like, even after you found out who I was, and I was pregnant, and I was married, like, you didn't, like, and that's my, that's my issue with girls like Rachel. Did you not think of me, the wife, and, like, how that would gut me? hmm Like, I understand, no, I know. And and it's the same thing for the husband. Like, why didn't you think of me too? You know, I know it's two people to tango and it's not just her fault and it's not just Tiger's fault. It's both of them, you know. It's equally th- their faults. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know that's the same question. Like, why wouldn't you think of me? But then the woman too. I'm like, you're a woman. Like, don't you know that you're killing another woman right now? Right. What do you think? I see Mark coming on.
1: Well, I feel like there is a tendency sometimes and I'm not sure what the psychological element of this is, but there does seem to be a tendency to blame the woman almost more than the man in some of these situations. I'm not talking about your uh, situation specifically, but Mm -hmm. it does seem like she, she receives the ire, the the real anger goes to her where he's just a dumb guy who did a stupid thing, Mm -hmm. but women need to stick together. How can they betray each other like that? Mm -hmm.
0: No, I, I totally hear you on that. I mean, I, I feel like I equally um, killed both of you <laughs> in the situation, but um, no, I, I do think the woman gets a bad, a worser name. I mean, I'm, Tiger can move on and he can go to winning championships again, and this girl has the the scarlet letter um, on her, so that that sucks. I think as a, as a woman, but um, you know, I. I don't know I don't know why like I mean I know I remember obviously getting upset with you but when I talked to your one affair it's like that's just what I couldn't understand because I'm just like I, I wanted her to say that she did think of me that she did feel sorry you know and I don't know if there's the empathy there you know and it felt like such a so I don't know. So I I remember leaving that conversation and just hating how that conversation went, and so that's where I feel like it might come up super triggering for me because it's just she represents all the women that I was like, you know, that mm-hmm. I hate that you know I've had to work past, and I know at the end of the day it has nothing to do with, you know, me or the, it's just it's just a situation,
1: but yeah. Did she- Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, it's, I can totally understand that, like, because women, you know, there is that that almost expectation of women unity against, you know, against men. Again, you know, we got to have each other's back and all that, and and a guy doing is just an asshole doing it, and. You know, I think the reminder that I have is just being someone in that situation, whether it' male or fe- whether it's the woman or the male. Neither one of them are thinking about anybody else. Infidelity is a selfish act. Being with someone who's taken is a selfish act. So it's you know that question is asked like, how could you not think of the wife? How could you not think of, of, his, of his kids or whatever? Well, the truth is they're not because they're thinking selfishly whether for their own needs or because the person that they're doing it with has painted a different picture than the actual reality, right? Where the husband or the wife is like, "Oh no, I'm we're separated or I'm leaving them or no no no, we're basically divorced" and when really at home that you would think the complete opposite. So it's it's all just it's selfish acts, Manipu- manipulation and selfishness. Which, I mean, is unfortunate.
0: Did you say to them where we were at? Like, did you say to them, oh, we're on the brink of a divorce or when I was pregnant? I
2: I don't remember. I don't think I ever said anything like that. because I had my own addictive, selfish reasons I was doing things. But, so yeah. What were you going to say, Mark?
1: I was going to ask about that conversation. Did she defend herself? Um, Did she, was she, um, did she regret her actions? Was she contrite? What was her kind of general demeanor? Defensive?
0: She one that I talked to was just like so sorry and then the one other girl I talked to was who was affected me the most because it was more times she she didn't seem apologetic and it really 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 upset me I wanted her to be I wanted to feel her apology you know, and I didn't feel like she wasn't, she didn't even cry. Like she, she was just like, I mean, I knew you were pregnant and I knew like, you know, but like it wasn't anything. And I'm like, you can't say it wasn't anything. Like that's just say you're sorry, like show some empathy or something, you know? And granted, was I nice? No, you know, I was angry and I was mean. And I said some really mean things. I can own that. And, but I think I was getting angry because I wasn't getting any empathy. It was just like just I don't even remember her even saying sorry. And I think maybe that Han and me made it worse because yeah, yeah, I yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, she just kind of blamed it on things. and I'm like, again, I don't want to hear your story. I just want you to say you're sorry. That's it. I just need you to say you're sorry. And probably the sorry wouldn't have done anything for me in the moment, but feeling like her sorry would have probably helped me heal a little bit. Because I know it wasn't just on her. I totally get that. But, yeah.
1: I mean, I have to commend you two for doing this, for going through this, for doing this interview, for sitting here for an hour. I mean, this is, I can, just Mike's body language. I mean, I know this is brutal for both of you. I hope it's helpful for people because I can tell you guys are really going to struggle through this today.
2: Appreciate it and yeah. So, but again, we'll we'll make the most of it so people can hopefully benefit from it. Cuz this is, you
0: know. Yeah. I just think the best thing is to remember this is like where we're at now, you know? Mm-hmm. But those, you know, those memories are They're deep and they're down in the depths of it, you know. So it's, I think that's why we fought the most during our book tour was because bringing up those things aren't easy, you know. Now, granted, we do it because we want to help other people, you know, but going to the depths of some of the things that we talked about in the book and this, it's like, no wonder why. Like, we were fighting those two weeks the most we've fought, like, entire quarantine, because we're we're talking about things that are really hard for both of us
2: for like seven hours a day.
0: Yeah, and it, yeah, but
2: you know I think it's funny that when people that have commented on whether this podcast or commented <laughs> on posts or commented on whatever and they say or you know publications or news or whatever about us. And they say that why are why is the media why are so and so still making these this couple relevant? They're just trying to make money off of their problems, and and it's just comical to Jan and I because we're like, first of all, where's the money? Because we don't see it, and two, what, you know, that just goes to show they don't know us. They're just making these false, you know, assumptions that that's not who we are as people Our genuine motivation to talk about this stuff is to help those of you who have gone through or are going through something similar and to try to lessen the blow for people that are going through this and not positively normalizing the conversation, but normalizing it to a sense of, you don't have to live in secret. You can find ways to work it out if you want to, if you choose to and move past the pain so haters going to hate but you know
0: cuz i think either way it's both sides like neither one of us wants to bring up the stuff but again I we've seen you know we've we've seen the the benefit of helping people and you
2: know yeah that's what drives us
0: there was a someone that and i just need to remind myself of this and you too right now um uh, she goes I wanted to drop and say thank you the good fight saving me and my marriage one chapter at a time and while I'm sure y'all hear this all the time I really I really appreciate the bravery and vulnerability that went into every page I feel so isolated and alone in my personal and marital struggles to the point of feeling paralyzed and expressing my feelings insecurities and doubts to my husband mm. little did he know little did I know he was feeling the same way and y'all have opened so many doors for us in so many ways we are learning and growing together in such immeasurable bounds just by reading and meditating on y'all's words each day God was pulling at my heart to read the good fight and now I understand why so thank you a million times for sharing y'all's story with the world it's truly saved me so I think remembering those things that like it is helpful even though some people that don't understand our story don't understand why we have guests like this and (laughs) want to bring up these feelings. But Mm -hmm. hopefully we've done enough therapy and have enough tools at the end of this episode. We can let whatever feelings come up and not be mean and be angry and shame. Cause I know I probably would say some like really mean things afterwards. Mm -hmm. But you know, anyways.
1: What's your feeling about Rachel before we get her on? Do you feel I hate her, honestly. Yeah, and I, that's right. a really that's- mean
0: thing to say. I don't know her. I don't like but it's she's the face of someone else I hate. Uh. And that's and that's where it that's where I feel bad because I don't know her story. You know, I mean I, I know that she lost someone in nine eleven and that's terrible and I can't imagine how that's affected her. But yeah, she is the face of someone I don't like. And so it's going to be hard for me to take the picture of who I'm picturing and see just her, if that makes sense.
1: I, it, it, you, you and Mike have gone through a lot together and he's done a lot to work on himself. Is there a benefit of the doubt to be given to her that she's done a lot to work on herself over the past 10 years and she's not the person she once was?
0: Didn't she, wasn't there an article that just came out though, that she just broke up another marriage?
1: Yeah. So that's
0: where I'm kind of like, you yeah. know, and that's,
2: well, that's what I want to ask her because I'm interested, you know, I think that I make up, that could be one of those situations because I read the article and the wife was like completely blindsided by this where he like had a sat down, sit down his three stepkids. They're all from her previous marriage and basically tell them like he's basically leaving and started secretly setting up things and, and moves to get out of there and then like beginning of December he's like all right I'm out and she's like the wife's like wait what the what the fuck and so I don't know if he had been telling Rachel things like ah we're basically divorced ah, I don't I want out anyway they're not even my kids I you know so I don't know yeah and so and that's that's where I'm not I'm not justifying people in her situation whether male or female i'm just open to hearing their explanation because if if you sat there and you met someone and they told you yeah we're you know we're separated barely even talk we're on our way out papers are filed you don't know for sure
0: well i mean that's kind of our situation we were separated and i you know
2: right but i'm saying if to you that was reality but i'm saying if At home, that was not at all the case.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so she's
2: receiving that information. She's like, oh, so he's available. He's he's just... The paperwork has to be processed.
0: Sure. So maybe, Mark. I don't know. So you don't know. I mean,
2: that's all I'm saying is you, you never know.
0: And I get people... I mean, I have people that reach out to that are women on the other side that say they're the ones that cheated. And again, I've been unfaithful, but it hasn't been to a married man, but um in past relationships. Um but yeah, so uh, I get it happens, I get the heart wants what the heart wants um but I think th- and because I've been in the situation as the wife, that's where I think it just hits a little harder personally for me and for Mike. But No, for sure. Um I believe we should take a break blow the nose <laughs> and get Rachel on. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
2: All righty. Well, Rachel, um, thank you for coming on our show with us and, and winding down. And we already introduced you, and you know, talked about some of the things along your history and our history, and shared open, you know, wounds that we've gone through in our relationship. And uh, to be, you know, completely honest, it's triggering for us to talk about some of the things we want to talk about with you. Um, you know, because of the affairs I had on Jana. And, you know, this bringing up, you know, just triggers of her past and mine. Um, So it's things personally that we have done a lot of work around um, individually and as a couple, but we always like to talk about these, not like to, we discuss these kind of things with our viewers because we understand a lot of this isn't talked about in a healthy way. And so having you on, we wanted you to be able to express yourself and maybe, you know, things that you've done and and things that we can expect from you coming up in the future and even what to hear from you on, on the documentary on HBO.
4: Okay. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm, um, big fans of you guys. I, um, have followed you guys along your path and, um, and, uh, I, I respect what you guys have gone through and, um, I'm so glad to see you guys sitting together and I, so honored to be on your show and out of all the interviews that I'm doing, I have to honestly say, I, um, am most excited to be sitting with you guys through Uh this whole experience, like genuinely, because love addiction is what, um, I want to talk about most. Like everyone wants to talk about Tiger Woods and the fact that I'm on the HBO documentary and blah, blah, blah. Um, I want to mostly talk about my, um, journey with love addiction and what that's done for me and why that's gotten me in the most trouble in my life and what I'm doing to like survive through that and how I want to help people like, um, and the relationships, um, like my life and the, the trauma I've experienced in my life and why that's made me go from a relationship to relationship and why I've been with, men who have cheated and blah 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 anyways the point is is i'm happy to be here with you and you're the the interview that i wanted to do the most so well, yes, thank, that's you. Why I'm here. thank
2: you we appreciate that and and i mean use this show as your platform and we would love to hear because we do talk about addiction obviously yeah a and lot. i
0: and i identify as a love addict so i do understand that side too um you know, my twenties, that was just catching the high and going from relationship to relationship and getting that high. And then once the high was over, I would leave. And that's how kind of my love addiction. Um, and you know, obviously the Mike speaks about his addiction, sex addiction as well. So, I mean, we definitely understand that and, and want to shed more light on the love addiction because I think that's not, um, people might not understand it as, as, as much. So, um, when did you, um, start to be like oh okay like this is this is a thing like and start identifying that you are a love addict and seeing the patterns
4: so I um was brought on to um celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew in 2010 and by VH1 and I was like um I'm not going to do this show uh, I don't have any addictions I don't really drink I don't you know have a substance abuse addiction <clears throat> and Um, you know, they were paying me a lot of money to do it. I was asked to do the apprentice and, uh, obviously my name was in the press a lot from just a couple months before with the tiger thing. And, um, they just figured, I figured they wanted me on the show and they were just looking for an addiction. And I sat down with Dr. Drew. He sat across the table from me. My, my name was all over the press and he looked at me and he said, okay, stop. I want you to come on the show, but it's because you need help. And you can come on the show for whatever you want, but you're a love addict. And I'm like, why do you say that? He goes, you lost your father. And uh, you lost your father. He died of a cocaine overdose. This was the one man who's supposed to love you unconditionally. You don't know what unconditional love is. Then 10 years later, your fiance was killed in the World Trade Center. This was the one man you were supposed to have like a future with. And he, he was taken from you. And then 10 years later, the media you know, follows you around and you are seen as the quintessential homewrecking whore mistress, whatever, like, how are you ever going to like have a normal relationship with a man? And here you are, every, your name is all over the place. You are like a complete mess. Like you obviously have major issues with understanding what unconditional love is. You're, you're, you are not going to get through life unless you stick with me for the next 30 days. So I went into treatment with him and dealt with my love addiction issues. And I sat down and understood that I mistake intensity
0: Mm.
4: for love and that I basically don't date people that I do this with. And like, Mm. I, I don't date people on a straight line. I don't date what he would call boring. Do you know what I mean? Like I always date toxic people. I always do the push and pull. I would like, leave you know i would or i would i would make people leave because i would want them to prove that they were going to come back or that they were worthy or i was worthy or i would pick people that were unattainable i don't just mean married i just mean whatever the reason was that they were unattainable you know um and make them prove that they were gonna stay and um you know i also uh, um you know, there was was just many reasons, but the love addiction was something that was brought up to me by Dr. Drew and, and it ended up fitting. And, um, it's been something that has weaved through my life, my entire life. And it's really affected me. It's made me unable to be good at my job. It's been unable at some points for me to parent, um, you know, because it's really affected me. I've dated really horrible people that have, you know, affected my life in horrible, horrible ways. Um, to the fact where I've been in physical altercations with men that I would never, I mean, I would look at my friends and I would see them get beat up by boyfriends. I'd be like, how could you stay in relationships like that? And then that became me. I was like, how did I become that person? Mm -hmm. You know? And I would never think that that would become me. And then I would go back to them Mm -hmm. and not understand, you know? Um, Anyway, so how
2: did um, it how did and, it feel when Dr. Drew addressed that with you and was like you have issues like you're a love addict? Were you like dismissive of it? Were you defensive about it or was it something that resonated pretty immediately?
4: Well, when he said that to me, I was like that's not a thing. Right. That's so dumb. I mean, literally the words that came out of my mouth were that is so stupid. That mm-hmm. is just a made up thing. Love addiction is um sounds made up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, then I started to realize that it was the 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 signs were real um, things, you know, that I was constantly in love with being in love. And I would, you know, I think everyone knows someone that's a love addict. They're like constantly in relationships with people or they're like moving in with someone they just met or, um, you know, they're putting a bag over the person the the reality of the person that they just met right they don't want to see the reality of the person um that they that they just met or that they even know and they don't want to see the the real things and then when they do um see the real signs they like want to dismiss it and uh and then there's a whole cycle of this and there becomes an anger when you see the, the real um, signs of the person and they feel disappointed. And I think a lot of love addicts are um, date sex addicts and that becomes mm-hmm. an issue because there's a push and pull mm-hmm. of that um, because sex addicts are usually attracted to love addicts and love addicts are attracted to sex addicts. And um, there's a power pull there and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that's just what happens. And, um, and then there's a lot of cheating that goes on. I mean, there's just a natural cycle that happens. And, um, and I think the common bond is this, um, there's an an intimacy thing. um, And no one wants to be left. But at the same time, um, you know, the sex addict doesn't want the intimacy and the love addict wants the intimacy. And so you have this huge explosion of problems, you know, Oh, there's
2: no question. I mean, that, that definitely resonates with us and like as a woman and you and you, you're open now about you know being a love addict and, and you're knowing you're understanding your story more how is how has the reception been cuz i know as a male right like a lot of what i've heard is oh sex addiction that's a married man's disease you know from a woman's perspective how have you been how has that been received when you've expressed to people well i'm a love addict and it's not an excuse of why you've done what you've done but what i tell jenna is it's an explanation of some behaviors in your life
4: I think that like a lot of people will say the sex addict is the man's problem and the love addict is a woman's problem, right? That they're going to say that mm-hmm. that's one or the other. And I, I think that that's bullshit or, or you know, the man will betray the woman and then the man will try to use um, sex addict addiction and say, okay, well, I'll just go to rehab for sex addiction and I'm sorry. And then they, they come home, like they'll sort of blame it on that also and then say okay i'll I'll come home i mean there's very big truth to that that there that there is an addiction but i think a lot of men i mean listen i know a lot of men will then go off and do that and then come home as as an excuse right Mm -hmm. so i mean women do it too though i mean it's you know a lot of people Cheap because they're just not happy at home, and there's something to be said for yeah. Marriage is hard, right? You got to make it work. There's a partnership. Here's the difference with me. I mean, I want a witness to my life. There's something to be said for like you two. You have a history. You you have there's a bond there that's a history and a knowledge. When you go off with another woman, you don't know that woman. You don't have an intimacy there. You don't know the ins and outs of what. Um, she likes to eat and drink and why she gets upset about the way she uh, you know, about things that are between the two of you. Like you guys have a bond and a life, a history and a, and a knowledge of what you guys have. There's an us that this other person doesn't have. Right. And that makes you guys an us and makes you special. This other woman doesn't have that. She has a one night. And, and I think that there, there's something so much more in in the witness to your life than the one night stand. Right. That's what I want in my life. And that's what like, that's where the connection comes from. And um, that's what like the attraction of being in a relationship is. Um, And that's what I'm always looking for. So these people that go off and have these one night flings, it's um, you know, I think that that's like a, a very empty thing to go off to and what people have to remember that that's, that really becomes nothing, and hopefully, you you realize that you want the us, and that you you that that becomes what you strive for, and that you work for, and that marriage is is what you're striving for, and that that's the healing that you you want to work on the us. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I I mean I'm, I'm I hear I'm I hear all of that, and I can definitely relate to to some of it. Um, I think. I think what's like hardest in this situation is um, like I never got I never got empathy from one of the, the his one of his main affair girls and I always wondered like do they not think about the wife you know and when you're in that situation like is it just are are we just not thought about because then Michael's saying it's like he's it's like it's a very selfish act like it's it's you know it's you he didn't think about me you know so it's like is that just kind of because I want the women out there that have been in my situation too and vice versa or the men or but like that it's um,
2: to have a better understanding. That's so
0: can I ask you a quest- Can I ask you a question because I didn't hear how you
4: how you introed me so i have a really interesting question for you how, sure. what's your reaction
0: to someone like me then well and this is and this is where i feel really bad cuz i was like and i think my direct quote was i was like i hate her because but i don't hate you i hate his affair girls but i label mm-hmm. everybody that's cheated on someone that girl you know what i mean but i hear like hearing your story now i'm like i get it like i I'm, I'm a love addict i can understand like I can understand those things. Um, I think I just have so much hate for his affair girls that I, when I, the first thought of this, I was like, ugh, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, like, cause why I would
4: you want to, like, why would you want to interview me? Because I didn't even think of that until you just said that. Like, why would you want to interview someone like me when I'm someone to you, like, who he's, who he's cheated on you with? Yeah. I didn't even think about that until you just said that.
0: But and I feel bad even saying to, that because, it didn't even occur
4: to me. And I and which I was a horrible thing to say.
0: No, and I'm sorry that because, you know, it's rude to say that I hate someone that I don't even know because people say that about us. They hate me. I get people and you know, and that's Why really rude. And I'm well because you know the, people people don't like people for different reasons, but. I sh- I want to apologize because I should never have said I don't know you, you know, and I don't know your story, and you- now I'm learning your story. But I want to apologize because that it's not fair of me to label you for the face of someone else, you know, because you have a story, and everyone has their story. Sorry, this is, <laughs> but like, so I'm I apologize for just straight up being like, no, I hate her. I don't, that's, she cheated. She's, she's the who cheated probably with my husband, you know? So I really am so sorry for just not getting to know your story before I pass judgment because I'm sure you've gotten that judgment from a a lot of people. So that's why I did the documentary because I go through life with people
4: hating me. Like I did something personally to them Mm -hmm. and personally, hurt them personally offended them pers- personally did something to them with such a vengeance they hate me with a passion when i did nothing to them personally and you're the first person that like has caused because your husband did something similar right and like that's still not right <laughs> no but like no but you're the first person that like we're having this conversation that like i get it because your husband like literally did something and and it makes sense though right so i I get it and i feel and i but i feel like i i know why you have that hatred right and i feel horrible i feel i feel horrible but you have to realize i didn't do it to you i know yeah and Mm -hmm. i've had to i've had to feel hatred like your hatred of me for 10 years Mm -hmm. and i didn't do that to you yeah I it's did so it true. to someone else. Mm-hmm. And I feel horrible, but I didn't do it to you. Mm-hmm. And I hope you realize that. And I'm sorry that you hate. I didn't do it to you, though.
0: No, I like, and I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah.
4: I've all I've always loved you. But I would never, keep, you know, like, I didn't do it to you. So yeah. I just want you to know that. And I, I'm, sorry for this mistakes that your husband made. I, I would hope like I'm in support of you guys. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that I support you guys so much. I hope that I really hope that your husband doesn't make mistakes like that. Again, I hope I want you guys to succeed so much. I'm there for you guys so much. And I, I want you guys to succeed, but I didn't make that mistake. And And I just want you to to know that. Well,
0: and, and, and I and I and I do, and I appreciate you saying that. I think it's a huge lesson for women that have been cheated on, or vice versa, to know that it's not um, just because someone else did doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Or again, saying like, because you didn't do that to me, you're the you're the face and the the story of what you know. But you're not the person. You're not. You're not. You're not them. And. Um, and i I can't imagine living those years with so many people just hating on you and not getting to know you because i I make up but that's exhausting and it's 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 hurtful and um yeah i and I just because of um of a feeling you had with someone that you loved or liked or whatever so you know i am I am sorry about that I can't imagine that, that I bet that's really hard yeah well
4: and i you know it's and again i I, uh, I i i'm so sorry and you know i i would hope i'm sorry to hear that she wasn't empathetic that's that yeah she that, sucks.
0: yeah <laughs> i i agree totally sucks and
4: you should make her apologize by the way um well, well, well I, I guess we shouldn't we shouldn't <laughs> even talk to her anymore so yeah but she, yeah. she sucks yeah. um um, but that's not how she should have handled it, quite yeah. frankly. I mean, I don't know anything about her. So, um, yeah. But she should feel sorry. She, but, you know, anyway, we won't talk
0: about her anymore. Um, <laughs> Mike's like, thank God, moving on. Okay, Go ahead, next, <laughs> okay sorry. No, you're
2: about, good. Sorry. Rachel, we've gotten this question a lot from people about how we are going to talk to our kids when they get mm-hmm. of age with things? And we know you have a daughter who's 10?
4: Yeah. She's 8.
2: 8, I'm sorry. Um, how have you have you addressed things with her what are your plans to or, or you know kind of things that are around that
4: um i haven't but you know she for example today she just saw uh an ad for like the tiger the tiger doc and she she mentioned it so mm-hmm. she's smart enough she's also you know she's been alive for all of this meaning she's seen paparazzi follow me she's mm-hmm. She's been alive for all of this. She's never mentioned anything to me or said anything Mm -hmm. um, directly, but she's always been around for it. So when she sees paparazzi outside, she lifts her mask up. She's, But she's never directly said anything. At some point I'll have to address something with her, but I always just try to um, raise her the best way I can, try to give her the best skills that I know how. i I don't know i don't know how to answer that with her but um i will definitely um relationships will will definitely be something that um is important to bring up with her and um you know i've definitely had a horrible history with her dad and me Mm -hmm. so um making sure i talk to her about relationships with um Boys will be something that I definitely talk to her about, like as she starts to get interested in boys or whatever it is, you know, like I make sure that she is careful about her picker. I want—I had a horrible picker, you know, and I want to make sure that she has a good one, you know, and that she's picking the right friends and the right people because growing up is hard. Having mm-hmm. the right girlfriends is hard. You know, um, people can be mean mm-hmm. and I'm really protective of her. Um, I, you know, uh, people are horrible to me still. And so I want to make sure that I, um, 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 I'm um, teaching her and the right, um, skills that she's not a bully, that no one's a bully to her. And that, um, whatever happens to me, that I have thick skin and nothing is,
0: uh, trickling down on her. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, just kind of comparing the similar similarities that you and I have, I was also in an abusive relationship, and even after he tried to kill me, I went back and slept with him that night, like just that that addiction with with love and you know, a lot of people ask me they're like do do I have regrets with some of the relationships that i that I've been in? And I'm like, well, no, because you know it's it's made me a stronger person or I've learned so much about myself and granted, I'm sure for you, it's like yeah, would you have wanted to have all the scrutiny the last however many years? So, I mean, maybe you might have regrets, but at the same time, now you're able to identify this love addiction and then and then be able to to have a healthy relationship moving forward. So, is that? Do you feel the kind of the same way, or or are you like, no, I regret this? Or we well, always have regrets, mm-hmm. right?
4: But you always learn when you fall. Now you want to fall forward, right? So. Mm-hmm you you try and say oh okay well i'm glad i had these mistakes because every broken road leads you to the next road forward sure. right so i mean do i wish my life changed in the past i mean no because i'm glad about who i am mm-hmm. because i, I don't want to change anything about me because now i have every tool i have to move forward. I think I know I'm a really smart person. I'm the most resourceful person. I know I could get through any situation, uh, that you ask me to by myself. I don't need anyone to rely on and I could literally get myself out of any situation and figure it out and move forward. And it's from every lesson that I've been through. Um, and I can handle it. I I haven't not figured out how, how to attack anything, you know, by myself. So, I'm happy that I've been through everything. I mean, there are people I know that haven't been through divorces, tragedies, chaos, situation. Mm -hmm. I could literally juggle everything. So do I want to go through it again? No. But I'm happy that I've experienced or touched everything so far. Um, Am I going to fall or make a mistake again? Probably. I'm human. Do I want to be shamed again for it? No, I prefer not to. But I, I'm sure I will. Um, I'd like to have some real friends around me going forward. I, I don't have a lot of those right now. It'd be nice to find some good friends and it'd be nice to find a nice uh, man in my life. It'd be nice to get married. It'd be nice to have a witness to my life and feel whole. And uh, you know, I'm 45 years old. I'd like to feel happy. you know, mm-hmm. It's really hard to find happiness and feel like you have something to look forward to and like everyone else, you know, I'd like to, you know, uh, find some fulfillment in my life. Isn't
0: that what we're all striving for? I mean, I don't know. Sorry, yeah. can I say that? No, it's okay. um, I what, what's one thing, like, <laughs> but, for our listeners that they want to, that you want them to take away with your story? Like, who you are? Like, who is the real Rachel?
4: I'd like them to watch the documentary on Sunday night. If mm-hmm. they haven't seen the first part, it was last Sunday. You can go on HBO Max and watch it. And then I'd like you to watch it this Sunday. I'd like you guys to watch it. I think you'd think it's really interesting. But I'd like you to know that the media presents a picture of people and they blame people and they they make a story out of things that aren't necessarily facts. And there's things that happened, And then there's a story that happens after that. And it's not necessarily true. And there are people that go with it. And everyone has to put their head down at night and put the lights out and go to sleep on a pillow. And there are people involved. Mm-hmm. And you know, have a little empathy and I've been low, I've been down here. So now I have empathy for others and I wish other people would have empathy for others too. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, that's all I just wish that people would realize I'm, I'm like you, I'm like everyone else Mm -hmm. and I'm not out to steal anyone's husband. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I would like to find my own husband. (laughs) I, I, I'd like to be friends with you guys. I want the best for other people. Um, you know, sometimes there are assholes out there. So I, I get nasty with people too. Just like, I'm sure if someone attacks <laughs> you guys, you're like, you know, uh, you know, but, know. but beyond that, I just, you know, I want to have, you know, I have my daughter, I have, you know, I'm just trying my best. And yep. we're all trying to get through the pandemic and figure out life. And um I'd like to see you make more music. I love your country music. <laughs> like, you know, Thanks, Um babe. you know, that's it. I just, I just want to be happy. Well, yeah. we
2: hope the be- a little
4: less anger and nastiness <laughs> in the world. Yes,
0: please. Well,
2: definitely. We hope the best for you, Rachel. And we appreciate your vulnerability and your willingness to come on and talk to us about mm-hmm. such a difficult subject for, you know, for all of us to talk about and for listeners to hear. But again, we appreciate you sharing your, your true story. And, and we hope nothing but the best for you moving forward and that you can get out of this cloud of, mm-hmm. of shame and shame that people continue to put you in. So again, like you just said, you're a human being too and you deserve empathy just like everyone else does. So we wish nothing but the best.
0: And I'm sorry that I, I, yeah, I just want to say I'm sorry again that I, um, I did what I always hate that people do from, like I didn't get to know you before. You know, I would never say what I said in the beginning Um, now knowing you. So I just, I'm thank you for giving us the opportunity to get to know you. I'm excited to watch Tiger on HBO Max and um, whenever you're in Nashville, let me know.
4: Thank you. And I just wanted to say I really uh, hope the best for the two of you. And um, I I am so honored to have been on your program. And thank you so much for um, giving me the, the opportunity to have your forgiveness. So oh. I really do
0: want the best for you. All right. Thank you, thank so, you much, so much. I appreciate Rachel. it. Have a good one. Take care. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at Traditional Medicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're alive. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> Everyone's popping on. <up. laughs> Hi guys.
1: I think that went well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I mean, I'm proud of you Impressed. too. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had so much anxiety cuz I felt terrible when she was like, "What did you say about me?" and I was like, "Oh my god, I said I hated her." But I did she her face wasn't there, you know, and that's just mm-hmm. to show that like Yeah, I mean, it's to show that well, that you just can... goes to
2: show, like, how much, pain, like, when you, someone goes through pain, like, that amount of pain, how it, it, it inhibits your judgment of somebody. Like, it just, it plagues your opinion on people, mm-hmm. on another human being, because of the pain that you still hold in the, the, the trauma around it. Yeah. So, that's, that anybody going through that kind of trauma would, would... No one can fault
0: you. But also the people that didn't go through it hate her too. At t- I'm sure there's people that because hate her. Because they make up. They yeah. make up like, oh, she's just a, a wife stealer. Right, You know, right. So it's like, and I always say like for us, like I know people hate me, but get to know me first then say you hate me, <laughs> you know, because I bet <laughs> you can't, get, I bet get, you can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll wear someone down.
0: <laughs> you will like me. Like, you will you know? like me by the end of the day, 100%. <laughs> so, you know, I did what I always hate people do to us. And so, but Mark, what'd you think?
1: I thought it was great and I really love the honesty on everybody's part. I love that you told her that you agreed. Th- said you hated her. I thought that was real because I'm sure she gets that a lot. I'm sure she appreciated the opportunity mm-hmm. to take someone who hates her. And respond and to turn- it. Yeah, and respond to In it. A healthy that way. that was really good. In a healthy way, yeah. I thought it was very raw and very real.
0: I just have like I feel like I have an elephant sitting on my chest. It's just like or it's like like that anxi- like that anxiety, you know. Sure.
2: Well, I'm I'm but proud of you and how you handled it, and I'm sorry for the triggers that came up. But
0: I'm sorry for you too, babe. I'm, I know it's not easy for y'all, your side as well. So. No,
2: but I, I think you know this was good for maybe the people to hear, so they can take maybe that anger, that pain that they have towards the third party or towards their significant other.
0: And if it didn't even happen to you, just in general, being like, oh, that person's a whatever. Right, and yeah. just
2: realize that they're still a human being and they have their own. Yeah, and their own issues, and you don't know the whole story.
0: You don't. I mean, to lose someone in nine eleven, to lose her father to this—like, it's not an excuse, but it, like Michael says, it's an explanation.
2: It can, yes, it can explain a lot of your actions throughout your life.
1: Oh, I was researching her while we were talking to her, and the picture of her on the cover of the New York Post right after nine eleven, holding the picture of her missing husband. Oh. I mean, it's hard not to. Uh, yeah, it's hard not to feel for her when you see that photo. Agreed.
0: Oh man, I can't even. Um, I actually do want to watch Tiger because I like Tiger, even though I've said some things, you know, about him as well. But um, he's an... Yeah, I want to watch it. I want to watch her now that me and Rachel are besties. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Everyone watch uh, Tiger on HBO.
2: HBO Max.
0: HBO Max. And uh, we have... uh, Yeah, we have a really... Amazing few episodes coming up. Um uh Stephen oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? James, Stephen Colletti and James Lafferty, Lafferty and are Stephen gonna be Coletti. coming up soon um on the next uh few episodes. So um stay tuned and uh thanks for getting through that podcast with us guys. We did it together. We did it together. We hope it helped. Okay. Let's go make love, baby. Come on. <laughs> Bye. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tecovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's Tecovas, dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story
3: of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.